This is Tamarindo Podcast. I'm Brenda Gonzalez. And I'm Ana Sheila Victorino. This is the Latinx podcast where we discuss politics, pop culture, and how to balance it all con calma. Welcome to the show. On this musical episode of Tamarindo, we'll start with some songs we're ready to retire, and then we'll feature two emerging women of color R&B artists who joined Tamarindo to share their fresh new tracks. it is and it's also halloween time all these things and this is going to be our musical episode as anna shayla just shared with all of you so with that in mind we want to tell you that there's some latinx fiesta songs that we are just ready to say in memorandum in memo memoriam too that's a hard word to say rest in peace they basically need to <laughs> so rest the, in peace these are a couple of songs that now that it's the year of the Lord, 2019, we need to just say, you need to be respectfully put in la basura. But before we do that, Ana Sheila, before we do that, other things that, speaking of in memoriam, one, we have a cosign basura that has nothing to do with music or nothing to we do just with Latinx Heritage with it. Month, but this is just, we all knew, we know you all can relate. So what is it, Ana Sheila? What also needs to go in la basura? So we want to put in la basura... Not sharing how people die on Facebook. Yes. I'm always like, okay, it's like a friend of a friend of a friend is posting that this person died. And I'm like, especially if they're young, yeah. how did they die? What happened? What happened? I want to know because I want to avoid whatever happened to them, right? It's like, did they get run over by a train? And if so, like, I need to remember not to take my phone out. Yeah, like, what not, is it? Not look down and, you know, stay on my phone as I'm walking across the street because you might actually get run over. That, that might actually happen. Yeah, so this is... My announcement to all of you that if I die, please put rest in peace. She got hit by a truck. Right. Please. Exactly. <laughs> this is kind of like our Halloweenish. It there sounds like go. a Halloweenish yeah. basura, right? Yeah, that's how we. That's how we it's kind of morbid. In, uh, Halloween as well. Okay, so back to things that need to die. Ana Sheila, what is the Latinx fiesta song that you think needs to go away? So this might be very controversial, but I am ready to put drum roll, please. Suavemente in la basura. Rest in peace, please. Oh my goodness! So the the one that's which was which one's that? Suavemente. Like suavemente. Oh yeah, let's put it away. Yes. Um. So I feel that this song is played at every single Latino party that I've ever been to in my entire life since I remember ever going to a party. Damn, that's how old this song is. Is that song is? Yeah. yeah. Wait, what are you trying to say? Are you trying to say? <laughs> 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 Take that back. In yeah, its short life, of death for this song is a deadly kiss. <laughs> Seriously, but I mean, I just like let's let's can we create like a new like this like a song from at least ten years ago that is now like the song that you have to have at every single party because. Yeah, I'm just, and I think maybe part of it also is that I actually am not a great salsa dancer, so maybe that's like a little, it no, goes, girl, a that little song part. Sucks. You're over it. It's not just <laughs> maybe that. it's because I don't know how to dance that no. well, so I'm not as excited. No, no we're okay, over so it. you agree with me? Okay, yeah, okay, 100%. Over it. I agree with okay, you. Okay, okay. So, all right, Brenda, what what's gonna be your okay? Your so song? I was gonna say Celia Cruz's Carnaval because it's also played oh my on god, no, I would not agree with that one. So okay, I'm glad well, that you've switched. Well, I'm switch, switching switched it, it for a couple reasons. One, because yeah, maybe some people might say controversial. 
neutral, but also because like I want to make sure that we're not showing a bias towards a you know, bias against tropical sounding music on the show. <laughs> so, so you know that sometimes Mexican stuff goes in la basura as well. Yes. The song that we're ready to retire is Mana. Oye, mi amor, no me digas que... Yes, no, okay, okay, no. okay. You know, I was, I had to think about that one. Um, I still... <laughs> okay, 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 okay. In, in, in honor of, like, moving forward and coming up with new songs, I'm going to also co-sign that with you. Excellent. <laughs> Very good. All right. Well, that was fun. Um, but now we're ready for music that we want to give matracas to. Yeah. A little late on the matraca yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> myself out. Um, so it's a really exciting time for Latinx music right now. It has more hits in the top 100 than ever before. So it, it, we've never had this before. Do you, are, do you kind of get that sense? Yeah, I mean, there's, it, like, been, this is there's like a, been waves. We've been waves. Before. Right. Jennifer Lopez. 100%. Blah, blah. Shakira, you know, By Ricky Martin. Way, can I also, another sidebar, basura. Yeah. You, Jennifer Lopez, Shakira, a million years old. They do not need to be playing the Super Bowl. Actually, I don't give Wait, a shit Shakira's about sports. Wait, Shakira's not that old. In, 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 <laughs> in music, in, in music, music, in the, in the, in the okay, in, in her sidebar, like, trajectory. Who cares? Like, I already have no respect for them playing in the NFL, but also, like, yeah. considering all the... That is weird. The, I was, I was a Shakira Latin yeah. artist. Yeah. yeah. So... Okay. I digress. Okay, I Bring us back. Bring yeah, us I back. On that. You know what? You know what it probably is. It's like the NFL. Like they only know like five Latinx artists, right, so they're exactly. like Shakira and J Lo. They don't know anybody else. So that's probably representative of like the people that run the NFL. You right, know what I mean? Right. Precisely. <laughs> yes, but anyways, not the right kind of Latinas. Go back to go back to what we're talking about. <laughs> well, yeah. So just the 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 crazy growth of Latinx music that we're seeing. I think you know because we have a lot more streaming platforms, so that's made a difference. That's just, true. More accessible. Just right? more accessible yeah just more crossovers uh that are that are happening with more um more consistency than, than we had in the past not just like every few years like you're actually seeing you know a lot of, a lot of music come out that's you you're, you have hip-hop artists with latinx artists and things like that that you're seeing yeah, with, yeah, with higher becoming, frequency it seems, it seems like more like not it's like more integrated yeah and what, what, I, what i find really interesting about this period versus other periods where we had you know some some crossovers is how um what's new is that now um like latin trap and reggaeton is what's really kind of driving this crazy growth so that's that's been really interesting to note about this period you know because we have like artists like J Balvin and Bad Bunny and Osuna um so I think it's, it's just interesting as reggaeton has matured it's blended in more pop and other types of genres that have made it a lot more mainstream and and, and just more popular in the mass market and I think uh, another part of it might be just the danceability of reggaeton um sounds great yeah, yeah right because awesome. I, I think also What's that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it kind of reminds me a little bit of the trajectory of like hip hop music and kind of how that started becoming the music that you dance to. And so now I kind of see reggaeton entering that space. And for me, I, I love it because I've always loved dancing to hip hop. But now with reggaeton, it's like you have kind of a similar vibe but with more Latin beats. So you I'm heard a fan. It here. So are we are we like experiencing the 1994 of hip hop currently? But Reggaeton. It's music. Yeah, that's kind of what it feels like nice. to me. I don't know I what like you think that. about that. Yeah, I think yeah, I think you might be onto something. But folks, if you all agree, let us know. Yeah, let us know. 
So this is why I'm actually super excited that um, kind of everything you've talked about makes me think a lot about our next guest. So I'm super, super excited that we're going to introduce you to some great musicians. But the first one we have, her name is Abrina, and she's a singer-songwriter originally from San Diego, whose upcoming EP, Sunset Cliff, opens with a Latin... Latin trap single and is followed by nostalgic tracks that bring together the influence of SoCal R&B, hip hop, and Latin music. So love it, my perfect blend. About. Yeah. <laughs> so why don't we uh, take it away with our interview with Abrina? Let's do it. All right, we're super excited here at Tamarindo because we have Abrina, and Hello. we're going to hear about her just in a moment, a little bit from her. But just to remind you all, Abrina is a person, a musician, that brings diverse range of R&B, pop, and Latin that showcases her vocal range while staying true to her sound. And after a two-year tour, we're really excited, and all of you are hearing this <laughs> exclusiva, she's going to have a, a new album coming out, and so we're going to hear all about it. But first, let's learn about Abrina. So Abrina, yes, hello, out, hello. I was checking out your music, and and you have a little bit of Spanglish coming in. You have some Spanish. It makes me think of like my '90s hip hop and R&B CDs. I don't, I don't know if some of y'all still have CDs. <laughs> These little round things we used to hear music in. Yeah. And I, I want to know how does your identity inform your music, or like you tell tell us about your background. Yeah, so I'm from San Diego, California. I'm Mexicana. I'm actually fourth generation. So I have a whole big, beautiful family down in San Diego that all drive me crazy. And um, basically, I just, I, I wanted to make sure that I always stay true to myself. So, you know, being from Southern Cali, we get, we, you know, we're close to the borders. So we get a nice little blend of like the Latin culture. But then, but then it's like we're in Cali. So we got the hip hop, we got the R&B. And I grew up on, on love. Loving TLC and yes, you know Beyonce, of course, mm-hmm. and so I just wanted to have, find a fun way of like combining all of those sounds together and just making it me. So that's that's what I like. I've been trying to do this whole time in music. So that's yeah. wonderful. And and how long have you been in this? Like, when did you get started? Um, so I feel like I got started right when I graduated from high school, but it really didn't get real until I moved to LA. So I moved. I kind of was a little college dropout. So I dropped out like after my first semester and then moved to L.A. and then just started going really, really hard in music. That's great. Well, we're so happy that you're you're local to L.A. Yes. And I think what everything that you described of, of blending in California, blending in being from a border, you know, being close to the border and mm-hmm. that, that meshing of cultures, but yet still very much Mexicana. Yeah. Is what really um, drew me to your music. And Thank I you. think one of the songs that kind of um, yells this out to me is your song, a song. Suavecita. Yes. So, um, which is awesome. I can already envision hashtags, Suavecita, like <laughs> oh, the, yeah. the, the merch. The merch. So Just got it going. So tell us about this song. So this song is definitely my baby. This is the current one. We're actually just about to shoot the videos. Like I'm definitely in suavecito mode right now. But I flipped the classic Malo song Suavecito. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you know, I've grown up to this song. It's like my dad's favorite song, my grandparents' favorite song. And actually how it came about was I was touring in Europe and I heard this song when I was in the car in Italy. And, like, everyone in the car didn't even speak English, but they knew all the words to the song. And I just <laughs> yeah. was like, oh, my God, this is crazy. And so that always stuck in my head. And then so this year I was like, okay, I need to do this. I just want to, like, see how it comes out. And 
it came out good and then we're like we need to put this on the album we need this to be a single so everything's been yeah been this is great so we're gonna play a little bit of, of suavecita for y'all that you flipped it suavecita and and I I know as we were getting to know each other you were telling me that you also really value being an independent woman yes so tell Absolutely. us about that tell us a little bit about yeah, what that means to I you I think it's very important you know I have women around me that I look up to and I have like my little group of friends that are just like boss women they just run their own companies and I'm just like so inspired by them and so I feel like that that's really, really important. So just I know like to some of my friends, they've come up to me like, girl, you inspire me. Like, I love how you follow your dreams. So it's just very important to keep that those those women around you and keep those inspirations and stuff. So if I can inspire other people, then that's always, you know, a plus. I love that. We at Tamarindo, something we started doing is elevating Latina entrepreneurs a nice. little bit on our social. And we have a lot of friends that are that are amazing Latinas doing great things. So yes. That definitely speaks to us. So that's really great that you were able to share that with me. Yes. And um, I want to actually now talk a little bit about this moment in music. Um, I think that there's sort of this this energy around Latino artists. Mm-hmm. There's now a bunch of Latino centered Latino music centered festivals that are selling out, mm-hmm. and it's kind of an exciting time. So, what does this moment in music mean to you? It means everything. It's a moment that I've been waiting for for forever <laughs> um I feel like five years ago when I was trying to like sprinkle in little like Latin elements in my songs are like oh this is weird this is different oh my god you're so Latin like no I'm not but so it's it's amazing that now it's like it's one of the biggest genres in music and I love seeing like J Balvin perform at like the Grammys or the VMAs or whatever so it's just really really dope that finally Latin artists are as big as they should have been you know and and then you go anywhere across the world and you hear reggaeton and like all this Latin stuff so it's just really cool yeah it's very very exciting and I think uh, um, speaking of reggaeton or like movements and music that gives you that energy I also really enjoyed hearing Rain Dance uh, yeah so tell us about this song so this song is produced by my boys playing skill so shout out to them <laughs> but it's this song is a little more sexy i wanted it to be fun and just like bring out the sexiness in everybody so yes <laughs> yeah let's take a look at that let's uh, not like a look this is a podcast let's hear it right now, so you want time, 
I, I think folks are going to really uh, enjoy this music. Where can people find your music? How can they keep up with you? So everything is on Spotify or or Tidal or Apple Music everywhere. Everything's out. And definitely check out the videos on YouTube. Make sure you guys go get that. And then I have my Suavecita video coming out very soon. Oh, so. my gosh. We can't wait for that. Now, the final thing that we always like to do with our guests is we have a lot of fun with this. So we invite you to have some fun with this. Mm-hmm. We'll start with the positive, which is, you know, what do you give a matraca or a shout out to? What is And it could be a person, place, thing, concept. What's something you really want to shout out? So I want to give a shout out to people that are using their platform in a good way. So, for instance, my boy, shout out to him, his name is Romeo, he's a promoter, and he decided to get all his friends together and do, like, a big Feed the Homeless event, and he had like a bunch of influencers come out and everybody was like downtown like people you wouldn't even think like people you see at the club <laughs> were out there downtown feeding the homeless and it was just really really cool so I love that so shout out to those people that. yes <laughs> and then this one's also fun so kind of a uh, opposite of that what is something that we need to put in la basura you're over it it's trash yes. person place thing concept what goes in la basura for you fake bodies fake bodies i'm so yes. over it girl stop getting your lips filled stop getting your booties done your body's done just go to the gym be natural <laughs> yes no We're more so kardashian world like stop it already yeah nobody actually looks like that naturally no well that's great <laughs> thank you so much for stopping by tamarindo we yes. cannot wait to see the suavecita video we can't wait to keep supporting your music everybody check her out yes thank you thank you guys for having me appreciate it Yay. <laughs> That was awesome. I already have the song Suavecita in my head. Suavecita. Yep, same, same, same. (laughs) So what I'm also loving about the music scene right now is the reemergence of R&B, a genre that I've always loved. And, you know, and Abrina is also considered part of that category. But I I feel like it's borrowing from the 90s beats, but also just blending different genres just to create some really unique and beautiful, soulful sounds. And we're excited that we have Malia on the show with us today. Yeah, I'm so excited about this interview. Tell us a little bit about Malia. Yeah, so Malia is an alternative soul R&B singer, guitarist, and songwriter, so multi-talented. Her last project, Late Bloomer, has amassed millions of streams as a, and has been featured on the Fox show Star with Queen Latifah and the upcoming Truth Be Told starring Octavia Spencer. 
She's toured with Sid from the Internet and is part of the Artist Collective Selection. So she just released an EP titled Ripe, which she calls one of her rawest and most soulful deliveries yet. Mm, can't wait to hear. I'm with Malia, alternative soul, R&B singer, guitarist, and songwriter. She just released a new project called Ripe that I've kept on repeat. Thank you so much for joining us on Tamarindo today, Malia. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. So let's get right into it. So you started doing music a little later than a lot of professional artists and musicians, and even named a recent project Late Bloomer because of your unique journey to music. Can you tell us a little bit behind the story of how and why you finally started to do music when you did? Yeah. Um, so I was always a little bit scared of my musical journey, but I know that when I was younger, I had dreams of being a singer or whatever that meant. But somewhere along the way, things just got kind of stifled and I filed that as not feasible mm -hmm. just because it didn't seem like a solid path like it just seemed out of reach for mm -hmm. some reason for me um and so i that's kind of the space that i lived in for most of my life even though i really did like music and i like to sing but i just never wanted anybody to hear me sing i was mm -hmm. just really shy and i've always been that way but i i always remember being drawn to music and music being my favorite class and it was just always my love but i just hadn't found any confidence yet so basically when I hit about my 26th year, I hit rock bottom and I was out of college and I was working jobs that I hated and failing at relationships and in relationships and just like, yeah, just unhappy in every single aspect of my life. And so once I was at that rock bottom place, it was really kind of easy to ask myself, you know, what do you want to do? Like fear aside. What do you want to do? Where do you want to go from here? Like, if you weren't worried about what people think of you and being scared of your own shadow, like, what would you do with your life? And the answer was music. So I just got a guitar and started to self-teach and learn Justin Bieber songs. And so started with Beebs. other R&B other <laughs> that I was drawn to. <laughs> um yeah, and that's kind of where everything began, like from the rock bottom point and the realization of self-love and being connected with what I loved and what my passion was. It just all started melding together there. Yeah, so, that's amazing. Yeah. So it's like you could only go up from there, right? Yeah, yeah. It was I had already hit rock bottom. So it was like, all right, like, where are we going to where are we going to go with this? You can't get any lower. So you might as well just do, you know, the things that are in your heart, because now's you the love. time, you yeah. know? <laughs> Do you think that entering music later has helped you stay more level-headed around a lot of different things that come your way? Um, I mean, I'm sure it's definitely playing a part. I my, my childhood was just very rocky, and there were a lot of things that I needed to heal from and that I needed to let go of and a, a victim mentality that I needed to really shed. Mm -hmm. And so I think 
that really helped also kind of going into this and just thickening up my skin a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it younger me was very, very sensitive. I mean, I'm still sensitive, but like overly sensitive and just, you know, when you don't have any self love or confidence, like everything is a personal attack, you know? So I think that if I had somehow found my way into the business when I was younger, I just would have been eaten alive and it just, it would have been a, a wreck, you know, and the universe knew I just, I had a lot of growth to do and a lot you know my story is very intricate so I'm exactly where I need to be right now with the knowledge that I have right I love that so I've been a big fan of yours for a few years now and so I see a lot of people use words like healing and call your music a vibe and talk about what how your music makes them feel and so I was wondering from your perspective if you're ever thinking about like what is it that you when you're creating your music do you think about what you want your listeners to to take from it or how do you think about that or if you think about that or um I guess in in the creation process I'm not always specifically thinking about um a a certain intention for a specific song or like necessarily how I want um my audience to feel um but I guess what I want people to take is just, I mean, it's very vulnerable to, you know, kind of write from your soul and to put yourself out there for people to basically critique and to, you know, to either support or not. Um, yeah, I feel so, that. Yeah, I just want to put out an authentic vibe and just take what you take what you will (laughs) yeah you know it's not really specific I mean of course I want people to feel good but you know there's times when I'm sad and I'm writing stuff you know like it might not make you feel good but it might make you feel something that you need in that moment so um yeah it's just the creation process is is um all over the place sometimes and it really it, it ties in with emotions and what I'm going through in life and stuff so yeah, I just, whatever vibe or whatever somebody needs to take from it, take that. And if it's not for you, then you can pass over it. Can wait for the next one. Yeah, but wait for the next I, one. I, I, yeah, I love that. So it's like whatever whatever resonates with you, that's that's what you're... That's what. Yeah, yeah, whatever resonates. And if it doesn't, then that's okay too, you know? So you just released a new project called Ripe, R-I-P-E, like as in a piece of ripe fruit (laughs) um can you share a little bit about what was behind the project and what listeners can expect to hear on the on the project um what was behind the project um actually i was in the middle of working on like a longer kind of more album type piece of work and then i randomly well not randomly but i was brought together with um a really talented songwriter and producer and we just kind of hit it off energetically and so I just kind of got these signs from above that it was time to just ride the wave with them and uh, see what comes out of it and there wasn't really a solid expectation of like how many songs we were going to get or what we were going to produce but it was just about 
taking advantage of like that intuitive push to like okay like this is a good vibe like let me try to feel this out so yeah i just didn't really overthink it too much i met two genuine souls and we just kind of went into this together um with the same intention in mind to just like make beautiful music and something that we were proud of Mm -hmm. i love it and uh how would you how would you describe the, the 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 music on the project uh it's pretty raw it's um it's a lot of a acoustic vibe um it kind of is like my oldest like work in my catalog that was very stripped down like dull aches and satisfaction just like stuff that was very raw and um that's what ripe is really um it kind of yeah that's how i would describe it is raw and authentic and real yeah i, f- I feel like it it's very soulful and and i can hear and I, more than some of your other projects i can really hear the lyrics and the, and the feeling yeah behind the the words and the music yeah yeah the delivery is definitely um it shows growth for sure um, from my last project and just anything that I've put out. I think it's just, it's honest. And I think it reveals to um, anybody who listens to my music, just another side of me. Cause I, I don't necessarily put a lot of myself or my personal life out in the world. Um, I just, and it's not even on purpose really. It's just like how I am. But um, yeah, I think it gives people just like a little bit of an insight as to like who I am. So I think that's cool. Yeah. I feel like the listeners are very lucky to get a little bit of a... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Get to know Malia a little bit more. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I I open up in in different ways, but uh, as a Virgo, a double Virgo, you know, we just have trouble always, you know, we never reveal all of ourselves to anybody. Like we're always a little bit guarded. I don't know why that is, but (laughs) just what it is. Okay, so let's play a few snippets from some of your songs. Cool. What are we going to hear first? Um, is it my choice? Yeah, it's your choice. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I really like Fussy just because I think it, it reveals a lot about my personality, and I think it's just kind of funny. So Cool. All right, so we're going to hit Fuzzy. Fuzzy. <laughs> How we say fuzz, fuzzy? Fuzzy. It's okay. say it right? Yeah. Fuzzy, fuzzy. first. I don't mean to be rude. Too many things I won't do. Telling me to stay loose. Yeah, I might seem aloof. Hang out if I want to. I'm so done trying to be cool. So tired, reading old news. Call me the serious type. Call me whatever you like. I'll be here when you come for me. Ooh, I'm flying so high that I don't care what you're thinking of me. Yeah, I'm so fussy over things that matter. Food I eat that comes from the 
All right. Awesome. So what's up next? Um, oh, man. I don't want to give away too much because, I mean, the project's only like 15 minutes long. But All right. So I let's mean, do one more song. One more song. Um, we can play a snip of Watermelon Seeds. All right. Let's do Watermelon Seeds. Okay. I love that one. Watermelon Seeds by Malia. <laughs> Could I be cheesier? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> um, all right. So thank you so much for being with us, Malia, and sharing some of your songs from your latest project. So before we close out, one of the things that we always do with our guests is we like to have our guests tell us one thing they want to give a matraca to. So this is a shout out to something that you're really loving right now. It can be silly, serious. And then one thing that you want to put in the basura. Okay. So that's something that you're not feeling and you want to put in the trash. Okay. So I will give a shout out to matraca. A matraca to Salty. Salty, what's that? Um, I they they make like fresh like raw juices mm-hmm. and like the but I've been into their CBD shots lately mm-hmm. that are either ginger or turmeric mm. and yeah, just waking up with one of those has been really really nice. Yeah, you yeah. feel like you just like start the day off just feeling amazing yeah it's just like a little energy burst and great for digestion so shout out great to for salty. digestion you guys yeah because you, you know. got digestion issues salty how do you spell that s-o-l-t-i i think there's a little hyphen actually in okay between maybe salty cool salty yeah and they're cbd shots yeah yeah they have other products too but that specifically is what i've been into right now and um what i'd like to throw in the trash yeah in the basura yeah um, I think just paying attention to numbers and falling into a comparison trap or just being too hung up on like, yeah, what the numbers are doing in terms of like performance of music or anything and just really like, yeah, throwing that totally away and re- replacing it with um, just having self-belief. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Before I forget, Malia, please let the people know. Where can they find you? You just released your project. Yes. So I have a website, maliavibes.com. But uh, the social media platform that I keep up with the most regularly would be Instagram. And my handle is at maliavibes. Maliavibes. So it's mm-hmm. V-M-A-L-I-A-V-I-B-E-S. B-E-S. Malia Vibes. And your project, RIPE, R-I-P-E, yes. <laughs> is out on all the 
Yes, it is out streaming on all digital platforms. Cool. Awesome. Thanks again, Malia. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Well, that was a ton of fun and uh, melodic as well. Did you have some fun, Anna Shayla? Of course I did. Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't want to leave an episode without another opportunity for matracas because you never have too many matracas. So There's never too many. There's, you can't. And uh, Anna Shayla's got the matraca in her hand right now. I'm gearing it up. Yeah. So who gets a matraca for you? So or I'm giving I'm concept. giving my matraca to uh, Elizabeth Warren. Eee! How do you feel about that, Brenda? I feel great. I'm wearing my Elizabeth Warren T-shirt. <laughs> She's a fan. Yes, there's. You know, I got to be honest with you. I'm pretty. I'm. I'm pretty okay with any of the candidates that are left. Like, right. I think it's like you will vote. You will vote for one of them. Yeah, like, and, and, and you'll you'll go in there and you will check off for. Yeah, I'm you know. fired up because all of them are immensely better than this right. piece of shit. But. Right. <laughs> El rata de dos patas. patas. The only one that's kind of like super annoying is Biden, but. Seriously, <laughs> any one of them is going to be just fine. But if we were going for the best, it's Warren. But tell us, why does, why does Warren get a matraca for you? So there was leaked audio of Mark Zuckerberg talking about her present, potential presidency and how if she became president, he would be expecting a legal challenge and that they would go to war and that they would win. And so that happened... Mm, scandalous yeah so then my math oh go go ahead oh i was gonna say along those lines earlier like a bunch of like um banks were like if elizabeth warren is the nominee like we a bunch Mm. of so some fear mongering some (laughs) so-called democrats that are in wall street were like well anybody but warren because then she'll come after us so if if facebook and banks are shaking in the this is great that's good that's a good sign in my in my opinion and so the reason i want to give elizabeth warren my is that I loved her response to this leaked audio. Mm, So what she said is, what would really suck is if we don't fix a corrupt system that lets giant companies like Facebook engage in illegal anti-competitive practices, stomp on consumer privacy rights, and repeatedly fumble their responsibility to protect our democracy. (laughs) Mic drop, mic drop on that, especially that last piece. Yeah, um, I co-signed. I super co-signed that matraca. I don't even so. have anything more to add to that because I just think <laughs> she's she's great. Democracy is great. Everybody Democracy get out there is and great. vote. Yes. Anyone is is immensely better than who we have in office. There's real lives and consequences on At the stake. line. Donate five bucks if you can to the candidate that you want. Because that's what we all, we all need to get out here and and make it happen. So, um, with that, this is the end of our episode. We want to remind you to please rate and review and review Tamarindo. We're also yes, going to maybe take a little break soon coming up. Pretty soon, pretty soon. So during this break time, we invite you to please give us some feedback. Contact us. Let us know what topics you're interested in learning about. Yeah, for our calma yes. moments, for, you know, just our general episodes. We really want to include and incorporate your feedback into how we grow Tamarindo. Oh, yes. And actually, that was a nice reminder that even though uh, what, one, one thing we're trying to do in every episode is that we hit a little bit of fun, a little bit of politics, a little bit of calma, these strategies to reduce stress and have better lives, healthier lives. Mm-hmm. And one other thing that we're, that we're um, celebrating is that both of us now have the, the uh, account 
of a streaming service that doesn't have commercials and it's to play music. We, and we, we just ag- got Spotify Premium. Yes, we both agree that it's reducing stress because it's really stressful to be interrupted by commercials. It really is. It really it, it kills your vibe. You it know? totally kills our vibe. No so, commercials on this episode, though, folks. So hopefully no, that... No, uh, we hope you enjoyed that. All good vibes on this one. All right. Oh, buenas vibras. Yes, buenas vibras. Okay, pon calmo. Tamarindo Podcast is independently produced by Brenda Gonzalez and Ana Sheila Victorino with sound engineering by Jeff DeVoe. If you were a fan of the show, we hope you will rate and review Tamarindo on Apple Podcasts or share Tamarindo Podcast with a friend. We'd love to hear from you. Follow us on the gram at Tamarindo Podcast or on Twitter at TamarindoCast and find us at TamarindoPodcast.com. Cuando mi arrendador dijo que el alquiler podría ser más barato si fuéramos amigos con beneficios. Había oído hablar de acoso sexual en el lugar de trabajo, pero en mi casa. Eso es discriminación en la vivienda basada en el sexo. La gente de bienes raíces dijo que estaríamos más cómodos viviendo en un vecindario diferente con gente como nosotros. Por suerte conocíamos nuestros derechos. Es ilegal asustar a los posibles propietarios para que se alejen de ciertos vecindarios en función de raza o nacionalidad. Si usted cree que sufrió discriminación o tiene preguntas sobre sus derechos, comuníquese con Fair Housing Foundation, Fundación de Vivienda Justa, al 800-446-3247 o también en línea en fhfca.org. La vivienda justa es su derecho. Este es un anuncio de servicio público de Fair Housing Foundation y respaldado por el Departamento de Vivienda y Desarrollo Urbano HUD bajo la subvención de FIPPI, FPEI 220099.